Alright, it is early. It is so early. But, uh, yeah, I'm getting getting on a flight. It's 3 a.m. It's, uh, it's 3 a.m. Is that the opening to Golden Earrings Twilight Zone? It's 3... Uh, it is. It is 3 a.m. And I'm about to get on a flight. But I'm going to Portland, Oregon, so I don't mind it. Uh, but what's funny is that if it's 3 a.m. and I'm getting on a flight in, in two hours, two and a half hours to get out there... What sucks is that am I going to be awake to do this interview and this show tonight? Um, so here we go. We're doing another episode of what we know as uh, sharing cans with bands because that's what we're going to do. It sounds very uh, Jerry Seinfeld's. What is it? Getting in a car, having coffee with somebody in the car, and driving there and getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. Um, it, it doesn't. It's. It's. I don't know. I have to watch an episode of it. I love Jerry, but um, but this is this is what we're doing. So today. I am flying to Portland, Oregon, who has great ass beer, the best beers some can say. And then I'm bringing Florida beer with me to open up in Portland, Oregon at a place called the Doug Fur. And at the at the Doug Fur, I am going to open up these beers and hand them over to an Australian band to try. And when is the next time they're ever going to be in Orlando or or Florida? I don't know. But let's hope they like it. Let's hope they like it. Um I'm not going to tell you what beers they are. I'm not. I'm not. You're going to find out while we're interviewing. But so an Australian band on this. So the first band we did was a local band called Bimo. And they were great because they had their own beer at 1010. Go back and listen to that episode. Or pause and, and take a listen to a band that's from from Australia. Uh, because honestly, I'm nervous. I am. I am nervous. I've never really been nervous to do an interview before. But here's a band that that I have sat down in the last year, and I don't think I've missed a day of listening to this album sometimes, somewhere, maybe a, a song from the album. My favorite album of last year is Go Farther in Lightness by a band called Gang of Youths. And Gang of Youths, uh, and I feel it is the most important album in the last decade. The album being titled Go Farther in Lightness is very important to me because of the meditation I've been doing and getting to know myself in mindfulness. And, you know, a lot of us fuck up a lot. Um, and, and, and it's not a bad thing. Trust me, we're supposed to. Uh, we're supposed to on, a, on an hourly basis, you know, not major fuck ups, but we do. We mess up a lot. And, and that's what we're supposed to do. And we don't get mad at ourselves. We shouldn't look down on ourselves. We, should, we shouldn't regret these. But it's just lessons learned. And an album like Go Farther in Lightness... Um, David Lalo Pepe, may have, the 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 man who wrote this album and 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 did really kind of what sounds like everything on this album, is their second record. Um, it, it comes to mind that it, you think that, damn, it's been, it, 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 there's so much that he has done, um, a lot of loves, a lot of a lot of hurt inside his heart. Uh, he tried to take his own life. Um, we know that we we know he's been in rehab. So today we're actually going to honor his sobriety when we, when we interview them. And David will not be there. I don't ever want to put alcohol in front of him. This is for the beer. This is for the fans, fans of beer. We don't forget that when it comes to what ails you and what we're doing here. And what I'm doing here as a producer is that this is for you guys. And at the same time, I know for a fact that you would honestly listen to Gang of Use and go, holy shit, this is groundbreaking. For somebody in his mid twenties, I I still need to honor that there there are beer enthusiasts in the band, and we're gonna sit down with them. So I know Matt and Jung did it tonight. We are gonna sit with them. Um, 
So Max, I know he he's the bassist, and Jung Kim is your guitar player and also keyboardist on the, on some of the songs. And then also, they were all in the studio. Trust me, they are getting the use, and they're playing tonight uh, in Portland, Oregon. Here I go. Um, as you know, I've been I got married there and everything, and it is my favorite state. Oregon. It is amazing. It is beautiful. A lot of things will be done while we're on this trip to see Bend, Oregon, go back to Cannon Beach, go up to Astoria, because honestly, I, I have to go to Fort George. But in Bend, Oregon, got to go to Crux. You know, there's there, there's a lot of beer to be had. But tonight, I see Gang of Use. And a lot of you know deep down that this is, goddamn, probably the best album in the last decade. Um, from the opening fear and trembling <laughs> this is not, and i love that i am not fear and trembling trust me guys but i am nervous but when we open the album when they open the album uh there's a moose head hanging on the wall at the bar the piano comes in very beautiful piano and there's the there's a moose head hanging you're in that smoky bar you are with david saying yeah no shit i, I could see it i could feel it and it is so vivid it is so amazing that piano when when my good friend rick aaron said quain you got to hear this you have to hear this and i get it the second i heard the piano i went oh it's because i'm a springsteen fan he knows me rick got me to a t because right after that what can i do when the fire goes out the second song on the album it it just has that it, it there's that the guitar doom stop boom stop and then da 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 then you got Atlas Drown, a punk rock song. By the time you get to Don't Let Your Spirit Wane and you're freaking out over a nightmare that keeps David awake, the lead singer awake, multiple nights out of a week, uh, it's haunting. Achilles Come Down, so haunting. Let Me Down Easy, which is a dance song. In my eyes, it's a fucking dance song. And then you get into The my, the Heart is a Muscle. Yeah, it is. Their new single, The Heart is a Muscle. Like, Or no, was, I think the first one. Fuck it, The Heart is a Muscle. Uh, then the last song on the album, and I'm going to ask about that because I don't want to give it away. But those who know this album know that there's an album that started this whole podcast, really, to Jeff Brennan and I, who probably is very jealous that we're seeing them tonight, and I wish he could be there because it's going to be a dance-off. We're going to dance all night. Uh, by the end of the album... When you say yes to life, which David did, it means the world. So I thank David for saying yes to life. Track 16 is say yes to life. So I'm going to say yes to this this flight. Let me get on a flight. Let me get on a flight. Let's start this interview. Uh, we got a half hour with them, but let's see what we could do. And uh, I have to say thank you to Kate and Katie over at uh, Grandstand. You, you girls are wonderful. So thank you for allowing this interview to happen. And thank you for the fans that, that make this podcast what it is today where the numbers were there like honestly the numbers were there for us to do this interview and this is big this is big they're a huge fucking band so this is crazy to me all right thank you guys um i will see you in about 11 hours because i gotta get on a flight and go to bed all right bye Two of the most amazing vegan pizza slices 
I think I've ever had in this fine country. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? I went go? to this place called Sizzle Pie. Just okay. actually literally two blocks down the road from here. Well, shit. We just went to Sizzle Pie today. No uh, way. Because we flew in. We just flew. We Honestly, we flew in today. <laughs> and I got to tell you, man, uh, boy, our arms are tired. No. It was insane. That's for Tobias. Um, <laughs> it was crazy. We, we got up at 3 a.m. on Eastern Standard Time. And, uh, you got to find those air currents, bro, and just fly. Yeah, we, we tried. I, I still have the bugs. I'm still trying to wipe them off. Do you get bugs? Is it like a road trip? Well, what's it like in Australia driving? Do you guys have bugs hit the windshield out there? or like? Um, <laughs> yeah, we have right? every kind of bug, man. Honestly, it's crazy. Yeah. I, we see it in, in America. I would say only 3% of America's ever been to Australia. I'm not even kidding. Like I'm not being... 100% of Australia has probably been to the United States. <laughs> exactly. We like are, we wouldn't we, know we what to do there. We apologize on behalf of Australia. <laughs> we would totally for just any be like We we that. see Crocodile Dundee and we're like, "Fuck, he wants to come to New York and hang out with us." And it's just like, I mean, but that was how old I was. I'm I'm an old man. All right. So, um I am sitting here with Gang of Use. Um so Max, John, uh, thank you for coming out uh yeah, to America. Um, I I can't even express, and I know our listeners know enough to say that that Go Farther and Lightness is hands down album of 2017, and probably the most important album in the last decade. Uh, we're, we were we're also huge Frightened Rabbit fans. Um, we just got to see them in uh, in January. We we flew out to Brooklyn to go see Scott and and, wow, and the band. Awesome. Yeah, and great thing we were. I was completely drunk dancing, and uh, Grant had the ambition to give me the drumstick from his hand and the set list to be like, no thank you for dancing, thank you, because Brooklyn doesn't dance. They don't dance. So, sorry, Brooklyn, even though they're starting to listen now. I'm going to open a beer, and I want to talk to you guys. Let's open a beer. So, you guys have yeah. never had Florida beer before. Is no, this correct? Never. Never. This yeah, is, yeah. Total Florida beer virgins. So, is there a beer in the U.S. that you guys get into at all? Oh, man, well... Being in Portland now, like we're looking forward to hit some breweries, but I don't imagine we have the time to. But if we did, I would definitely made our trip or pilgrimage down to Deschutes. Yeah, you know? you're you're in beer heaven right now. You got yeah. a great notion here. Uh, good friends of ours. They are smack dab right down in Alberta. Like great notions, great funky beer. Okay, so what I'm pouring right now is called Riot Juice. This is from uh, Hidden Springs in Tampa, Florida, and I'm gonna let you guys. I should have started pouring. But um, so how is the tour going? Let's just do that. As I'm pouring, like you guys are in America right now. How is the tour going? How is the American audience treating you guys right now? Man, really well, man. Yeah, like we, we've come here for a long time and um, uh, to pretty much no avail. Thank you. Um, and then like uh, in the last kind of six months, people have really started to get it and come to our shows. And it's been like, it's really crazy to try so hard for so long and then start to see something happening um so we're really grateful for people showing out and you know we're just trying to show up every night um you know as best we can and stuff so and what's it like now that you have an album like go farther in lightness um i mean honestly and you hear the positions too like you think about the positions uh there's so much meaning so much depth so much so much deep meaning in what david writes and i feel what is it like to see him go from day one? So where did you guys meet? Let's start with that, and then we'll start to build what it's like to get to go farther yeah. in lightness in this well, tour. Well, day one, we, a few of us had actually already met because, um, well, me, my, uh, Dave, and our other guitar player, Chachi, we all grew up together in 
this big me- mega church. So we used to go to a youth group together. I am actually from Chicago. Oh, are you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in Chicago. Um, like, Glenview, Illinois. So okay. I'm probably going to cop a lot of shit because that's not actually <laughs> Chicago. But <laughs> I'm just going to say that it is. Yeah. And then we'll see in the comments below. <laughs> so how long did you live in Chicago for then? Um, man, I spent about 13 years there. Okay. So I was born and raised there. And then, um, yeah, I think when I was about 12 or 13, parents decided to move to Sydney. Okay. Just because of jobs and whatnot. And uh, yeah. so, was it always a religious thing with the parents? No, Were actually, they very my much dad was. Athe- I think he is still atheist, but okay. um, my mom was definitely religious for like the longest time, ever since I was born. And um, she kind of encouraged me to go to this church, and then I kind of obliged and went. And then the first like few people that I met were actually Dave and Chachi, who okay. were in the band. Okay, nice. Ironically, we're all teetotalers, um, so no, I'm just checking. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I met Dave at high school, so I moved over from New Zealand when I was 17. Okay, so Max, you were originally from New Zealand. Yeah. And then you moved to Australia. Great, great beers, great hops. Oh, yeah, great wine. Great, Shit. Very good wine. Great wine, like great whites. All right, I, um, well, I did not mean that as a shark reference. That was... Okay, so right, here we go. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Again, cheers. Riot what Juice. What is this called again? Riot, Riot Juice. Riot Juice from Hidden, Hidden Springs. Oh, wow. <laughs> I love the pause that we had. So that's and like the, a sour, isn't it? it? It's a Berliner, so yeah, you're getting oh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. There's vanilla. Well, I, I was trying to find. Yeah. Is like, there's like some sort of sweetness. Is that like a the lactose taste? in yeah, there? The vanilla. Lactose. Yeah. It reminds yeah, yeah, me of yeah. like an Omnipolo beer. I yeah. don't know if yes. you're familiar with uh-huh. them. Like Definitely. All their milkshake beers and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. So but there's no extract in this. Everything that you're tasting is fresh straight from either a farm or where they're well, obviously vanilla will be in there. Yeah. But uh, your coffee's in there. The lime is in there. It's it's insane. That's so, so great. it's yeah. fucking great, right? <laughs> See, this was one of their fastest selling. It's the next beer that we're making. Uh, hopefully, the next beer we're making. Yeah. But uh, what else is doing um, a collab with Hidden Springs and their family? So, cheers, guys. Cheers, here, here. <laughs> so, so everybody's an original member uh, minus the drummer right now. Correct. But yeah, so everybody met, I guess, in this this church group. And what, who was the who was the cool kid? Who was like the the, the who was oh. like, hey, I know fucking bad brains. I know Up Ivy. Like who well, was you, the one? That ironically, said, it wasn't really cool to know any of those bands in that sort of environment. So who so was, we were all like, I guess, quite the opposite of cool. We we're all kind of like the odd people out. Okay. Like the rejects basically, and hence why like most of us aren't really as, I guess, well at least me myself. Or, oh, me myself so um <laughs> <laughs> me dave and church are not exactly as involved as we used to be in church or anything but i mean max you're still pretty well what who were the like what, what were the bands that you were listening to then that said hey like i were did this separate you from other people in there or like uh, i don't know like i honestly like i didn't have like the most eclectic taste growing up it was only until i met dave and Chachi were like my they kind of expanded my sort of I guess palette of music D- and how like about you Max walking Wikipedia um, um, of music page. yeah like he could he can um, I've seen him talk to like a label exec who signed somebody in the 70s and like tell them correct them on something <laughs> oh shit on, like, that's a awesome member of a band that the lead singer used to be in yeah in the 60s or something like it's just it's weird oh I could talk um, to him forever then I love but, that but Chachi's like Chachi's probably the weirdest guy like okay. he has all the um, he's from Fiji um, so he um, he probably like expanded my mind a lot. Um, 
but we all i think like if bands we were all inspired by it's all the stuff that was huge for us then like like boxer by the national which we're actually uh-huh. here, which is really cool because we're touring with peter Cadis, who yeah that he's record. my hero like honestly obviously i'm 43 this man has put so many of the albums vinyl that are in my you know as heavy rotation like peter when i found out that he was opening i ran home to jillian like Holy shit, Peter Cadiz is so fucking good, open. Like, yeah. But like, like all the national records, Arcade Fire, Funeral, Fr- like, Fried like Rabbit, that, like, Interpol. Yeah, like oh, yeah. Midnight, yeah. Organ Fight. Like everything yeah. that was like, uh, you know, that you'd expect a bunch of guys who are like early 20s now. Well, I'm sorry, well, I'm late 20s. But you know, like whatever <laughs> we are. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, like it wasn't that complicated, Matt. Like, you know, we, we loved the, the stuff that really moved us and like, created that like emotional experience with music and then i think yeah and then there's always the big ones dave's first i think dave has like a really special effect on people where he'll sort of reinvigorate something within you that you've always known like for instance i've always known like kind of for most like for the most part i've known about arcade fire or like the national but they've kind of somehow still gone over my head and then when we the band actually came together like those were two of like the key influences that he kind of put out there as That's far awesome. as like what the band should kind of be and like he spoke so passionately about them and like sent us all these links to like them playing live and like the kind yeah. of energy that he wanted to encapsulate with his band and like so he's he has like this knack of kind of like I don't know making you be really interested in like whatever he already is just cause I don't know maybe it's just this sort of like well did he approach you guys for the for the band and what was the name of the band before Gang of Youth? It's always there's always, a <laughs> there's always name, Gang of Youth. Uh, oh, okay. So, right. so we, we will literally play <laughs> in, in Australia where is our big as our main market type thing at the moment. Um, and people will still get our name wrong, mate. Like we'll be the we'll be the main event and like somebody will be like Gang of Youth or it's like an endless, um, and then one day we realized it's a shit name. Like we, we. Uh, I don't think so, though. Gang of use. I mean, we. It, it suits us, though. Jillian, like, uh, Jillian, and I are playing a game right now of only guessing uh, band names through emojis. And she, the first one, mine was Frightened Rabbit. Hers was Gang of Use. And it was like just like three, three kids, a knife, a gun, and three <laughs> other kids. And I was like the fuck is she doing she doesn't listen to hip-hop or old school rap and then i was just like i never got it she's like getting a use but and then when i found out i was doing the interview with you guys i was at work and i went holy shit we're doing an interview with getting a use and a friend of mine zach who knows you guys very well was like gay news what the fuck is that? i was like okay we're done here i was like you know what the fuck i said so yeah so it's always been getting a use though it's yeah, always it's, been uh, well, in terms that's of awesome. like my getting approached by dave I, I went to school with him and we used to like play and jam together all the time um and then i actually uh ran into him at a party completely by chance four years later so i ran into a girl on the street she said come to my party he ran into a girl on the street we were both kind of there and then um i ran into him and he asked me to be in a band with him so it was like it was kind of spooky, you know, how I connected in, and then I met these guys for the, at the first rehearsal and knew that I should. Was this the band you wanted to be in, though? Or were you like, hell yeah? The like, moment, I like the moment, the like, yeah. first song. Was, yeah. And I was doing like full time law school. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Music That's a question coming up. So, yeah. And, um, so, law school. 
and quit everything because of these press rehearsals. Like it was just like that. That that. Uh, Max probably had like the most on the line. I think out of all of us. Like. And what were you much, doing before? What, what were you I was doing? just like kind of going with emotions. Honest. I graduated high school and then, like, I didn't want to uni. I didn't really want to do much. I had like sort of no direction, but all I knew for the longest time I knew that ever since I was 12 years old when I picked up like a guitar for the first time, I knew that music was definitely something that I wanted to do. In and some what, who was influencing you then? What were you, Emily? The, I was listening to a, a band called Green Day. <laughs> okay, no shit, and, no, um, of and course. Like, and still to this day, I think they're like one of My the most My God, yeah, bands. yeah. And People think I'm an idiot. Nimrod and yeah. Warning, they're still great records. Yeah, American idiot. pop songs, yeah. even yeah. Like, you know, being a Thank you, band. that's what I say. And so like, those are, like that. I mean, that was a band, for instance, that really kind of, Put this fire in my heart to like want to do what I'm doing right now, and um, yeah. What we were it? we were on a flight today, and I didn't realize how many states have Longview as a city. Oh man, greatest baseline. Yeah, in my of all time. I thought about the the other day too of how great that baseline was. That just walking down the boom, 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 boom. Yeah, it's fr it's unbelievable. So, um, so when you guys were were rehearsing and and getting the band together. What bands were you trying to imitate? It's like, hey, let's do this as a cover. Was it something like, um, like a Clash song, yeah, or was yeah, it, yeah. or was it Springsteen? Because when we when we open up the album of uh, Going Farther in Lightness, you kind of in in Fear and Trembling, you feel a Thunder Road yeah, feel absolutely. in that, right? No, I mean, <laughs> no, never mind. Look, like, look at the shirt that Jillian's wearing. But if you think about it, it's like. He's my hero. Springsteen is my, and we're going to end probably this interview with a Springsteen, uh, not a metaphor, but a, but we're going to get into it. But what were you guys thinking? Like, what kind of fucking band do we want to be? I, I, for me, U2 is like my favorite, like I didn't band know of all time before, but that's like in terms of like uh, everything they do, like from like, I mean, the hardest thing about being in a band is staying a band. Right. And that impresses me. But like just things like, I mean, greatest ever album track opener where the streets have no name songs like that moments where it's just like massive and it matters and it's addressing what it is to be a human being um like things that have their sights set on like hope and you know making a difference rather than just playing tunes and did everybody like, feel that coming in with like totally. yeah yeah with it was you just too. something different i think like honestly the way i got invited into this whole Thing that we're doing was I got a text randomly saying, "Hey, you want to like come and play in this little band?" And I had no idea what he meant. Like I thought it was just like a hobby or whatever. And so I ended up coming in. He had, you know, gone on this spiel about making like something super ambitious and like, you know, actually like wanted to go pretty big with this. Like it was either go big or go home. And and like it was like kind of do or die, sort of like. Um, yeah, and it, it, is it, it's still that now, right? Yeah, it feels totally. like it is still now. Here's an album like Go Farther in Lightness. Did you expect how big this fucking record was going to be in Australia? And it is. I mean, it is, right? You, here you are on the Grammys of, of Australia. For us, I would technically... And you're nominated. And now you're, like, you're playing. The energy's there. I, I mean, this is my first time seeing you guys, so I, don't, I can't technically say I know the energy live. I will not... I don't cheat. I don't watch spoiler. I don't watch uh, movie trailers, so I didn't want to watch you guys live. But like, did you expect how crazy this was going to be? And 
the short years of being a band. Two albums, and this is I insanity. I didn't expect. Look, I, I here's, I'll, I'll say that I did expect that eventually things would get as big as they have. Luckily enough. Okay. But I didn't believe that it'd be blowing up as quickly as it has so far. And like, and it just kind of like all this stuff that's happening even here with us in the States is just kind of like totally took me off guard. And now you were born in Chicago. So your first time in the States, when was this? When, when was your first time? And what I, was that like? What was that like? I did. Um, well, I came in when I was 18 and worked in a summer camp in Virginia. So that okay. Was where, where was this? They assumed I was like Bear Grylls because I was from New Zealand, but I okay. really had no idea what I was doing. Right. Um, but uh, it was in uh, Harrisonburg little uh democrat enclave in the middle of virginia that will do it um, in virginia that it's makes good sense. fun man um, yeah but you yeah, know as first time as a band we made a record here with kevin mcmahon so that was the positions okay and we did we were up in new Paltz, which is this tiny little uni town five aussie guys only new people in town it was very fun that's um, awesome but i think Man, like, we've, we've played here for five years, bro, and we've done, like, Mercury Lounge, like, pretty much every time we go to New York, and it's like, you get to the point where you're like, man, like, I can't believe this isn't growing, you know what I mean? Like, we've just, we've put the shit, you know, in year after year, and that's what I think makes it so special now, that it's, like, catching fire, and, like, people are coming out, and being, like, people are getting the music. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's a real hard thing to, like you know keep pushing yourself and to keep believing and like that's the thing i, I always knew it was going to work out um which is why i quit everything right and i think that's because it was just when you see dave tonight you'll get it i will i feel like and, i will and it, even it, listening to the albums yeah I, you get it you know don't stop don't stop believing like you hear that you feel it like everything they and this is the question i want to ask too getting into this with lyrics so Second of all, here's our second beer, hey, getting oh, into what we're about to talk oh, about. Yeah. Look at that. Um, so this is a hazy IPA. It's coming from a, a brewery called Ellipsis. Uh, this can that you're seeing right here was designed by the lovely lady right here sitting next to me. So Jillian is uh, designing can labels and everything. So, yeah. Well, that's your can. You can take that with you. That is yours. That is really we, cool we design. I can't say we have plenty at home, but we have plenty at home. And it has our anniversary on there. There's an Easter egg in there. You just said that. She yelled at me for saying that one. So it's actually, uh, it is Brian's now an interview. And I don't edit this. My sound <laughs> editor does, and he won't know when to cut it. But um, when you first heard David writing the positions, were you like, this is really heartfelt? Should we talk more? Is there something that we're not doing? That, or was it just like, put that out there? And people need to hear your thoughts. People need to hear what you're feeling, this heartbreak or this. When you hear Magnolia, yeah. people just think it's about a, a road rage. But deep down inside, it's so much more than that. There is yeah. those thoughts. Those are the meanings. There are the, I mean, we just lost Scott Hutchinson yeah. weeks ago. He was so, they were so lovely to us when we toured with him. <sighs> yes, yeah, that's right. You really, toured with them. We, we, I don't, I'm not his friend by any, I wish I was. Um, but uh, they were really kind to us. And um, they went on a limb with us and really yeah. supported us so yeah, yeah. Uh, we're so gutted and obviously we're thinking of his family and stuff yeah it's crazy uh, what was it like hearing these lyrics of or the reading what David was writing and were you like gung-ho to say yes let's let's go forward with this meaning or are you like hold on shit this could get really nah, were bro. you worried about it's like him? get out of the way with Dave yeah it's like it's like a he's um I was really excited about it, man, because I, I really felt like, um, without being weird, 
there's like a real purpose to this band and I think people I mean we'll get messages where um, you know someone's I mean this is heavy let's be real but like somebody's yeah. like yeah, let's be real. Um, husbands died um, and they, they listen they're like I listened to Knuckles while I you know sat beside him before the funeral whatever and things like that that are like really hard to take but it's so it's exactly what people need from rock and roll I think and and that's like uh, honesty and like a, a real look into the human soul and what it's like to be human but also like an overriding hope like I don't think I think what I love about our music and Dave's writing is the overall um, sense that like there's an overcoming to it you know like yeah. it can be like life can be super fucked up but like there's an overall like there is hope there is always there is with like every record so, that we released so far I mean yes they're really heavy topics and they yeah. talk about you know things that have happened in actual history or like even in recent history that are really hard to kind of rationalize or even make sense of but at the end of the day I think the records need to instill a sense of hope yeah and we can talk about the and like I think the way in which he kind of casually is able to drop all these very philosophically, you know, bold statements and very profound things in such a, you know, compact package. Well, well not really compact. It's like over an hour and a it's half an, long. But like, trust me, yeah. I am the one that. Well, my favorite movie is Magnolia. Okay. So, and I'm not gonna be like, and my favorite gang of you songs, Magnolia. But I mean, that's one of the songs that impacted me most. Most, and I got to be honest with you. It is like my one-year anniversary to hearing Go Farther in Lightness for the first time, mm-hmm. and it hasn't left my phone. It hasn't left somehow. I've listened to that album four or five times a week, maybe more. Wow. Um, my friend Rick at work was just like, holy shit, as a Springsteen fan, you need to hear the opening of this this album. Like, they really know how to play the piano, and da 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 And when it's just, you have that boom, dun, dun, I was like, Oh shit! The E Street Band's alive, and I'm ready to go see it again. Well, that, well, that piano and is much credit to actually one of our very closest friends, David Andrew, who we also reference in Go Farther in the song Persevere. Okay. And um, that is actually uh, that song is referencing the extremely unfortunate loss of his uh, unborn baby, really. Okay. And um, and uh, but yeah, we actually got Dave to come in, and he actually laid down that opening piano. Really. And um. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that it opening is—it's um, Thunder Road. Well, everything he did kidding. throughout that record, he—he, he, I mean, he often works with us quite a bit. And um, honestly, having him in the studio and just watching him lay down his parts and do what he does us uh, was super fun and really moving. And uh, you know, a lot of the moment, a lot of the times, we're all brought to like you know tears. That I gotta say, Nebraska is my favorite album of all time, mm-hmm. next to Pet Sounds. I'll, uh, Nebraska has that. Hey, let's open up with Nebraska. I'm a fucking serial killer. I have a gun in my lap. I have this girl here. Uh, then you go to a, you'll have Atlantic City. I'm I'm about to kill somebody. Let's get on the road and you mansion on the hill. You just keep going. State trooper. The whole what goes on your mind while this cop is behind you. Please don't pull me over. Please. Don't. We don't know what the fuck's going on in this guy's head. The driver. Then you get to the end of the album, and you have reason to believe. And at the end of every hard given day. You know, you have a reason, or um, people find some reason to believe. And I feel that's the same. Like, when I heard this album, that's I don't know track, I don't hear track listings. I don't, I don't look at them. I'm listening to the album, and I'm hearing fucking David belted at the end of this hour and, what, 10-minute, 12-minute album? I'm just saying, say yes to life! And you're like, 
holy fuck, it's, it is Nebraska all over again. There is this, you relate to this album more than I've ever probably related to any album in my life. And, and at the end of it, you're like, and he says, it, it's not just say yes to life because there's puppy dogs and flowers. No, you really get into it. You're like, holy fuck. Like, accept everything in your life because it's either going to be good or bad. Say yes to it. And I feel like that's David's message of, of his past. And I think it's just, it's an unbelievable record. And I, to compare it to Nebraska, I have to say this is, it is such an honor for me to say that. And I thank you guys for making an album like that. So, Man, if he, yeah, if he were sat here, he'd be absolutely stoked about that. Man. I'm, I'm going to give him a hug tonight, by the way. You do I know. know. I, mean, I have to. I in the music, but he's the biggest Bruce Springsteen fan you'll probably like me. Well, good. Julian's so. going to walk up and he's going to be like, I love that shirt. He, he said something to me the other day about... Um, man, he Dave's the kind of guy who... Like, he just says shit, man. Like, he just drops bombs and, like, you kind of walk away like, that should be, like, a tattoo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just something he said. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> the other day he was talking to somebody about um, what it's like to play to like, you know, a sh- a st- a st- you know, a huge venue, and then in another market play to like, you know, a small place, you know. And and he was I don't know how many fit here tonight, but what, two hundred, three hundred? Yeah, three hundred or something. But he he said like, um, you know, I don't come to a show hoping that people show up i i want people to come whoever comes and then i show up and it was like really blew me away yeah 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 that's so come on man that's perfect but uh, is he really is that how old he is kid bro yeah um but he um that's kind of what i think i love the most about springsteen and like is that he have you seen him live i've never seen him live i'm flying to sydney where i'm taking you to go see springsteen like like Dave got to see him. I was so filthy. Dave, I'm sorry, my time is not. But like, in terms of like awesome. his creativity and his like <laughs> presence and like even the way he speaks and the way he treats people, like you know all the anecdotes. Like, our buddy Chris, who got a beer with him in Jersey. We we got a friend who's like more Jersey than Jersey man. Like he's like friggin' like <laughs> yeah. I won't try and do his accent, but. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, I, just that sense of, like, showing up, I think, for people. And that's what I think Bruce does, which is why he's the boss. It's why, like, my girlfriend's dad, like, pays a subscription to public radio and only listens to the, the Springsteen, Springsteen channel. channel. That's it. Like, you know, that's you could it. just use, like, yeah. Spotify cuss, like, and just, like, click on Springsteen, but he, like, doesn't get it. And no. just, like, it's so easy. You got to have the live he is for the, the best three and a half fucking hour. guy, man. He's really cool. But, anyway, uh, but, like, it's the reason that people, like, Heartland America caught five. And that's what I hope. Our music does. Is that I gotta say, I, I wanna. I've never like obviously I've never been to Sydney. I've never been to Australia, but I'm really hoping that that's what's going on right now. I want that people. Now I'm not gonna say I want people your age, but I want people and I want kids in their the mid twenties and thirties to have their darkness on the on the edge of town. Their uh, their um, I gotta say maybe born in the USA is one of the most important albums because even some of that album was written during the, the, the Nebraska days. And I would love to see kids saying, like, that's it. That was that was the band. Gang of Use are my Springsteen. And I, I could see it happening. Uh, I, I'm hoping to a third album, and you guys should, I could see it happening. There's a third album. It 
I would cry if there wasn't. There's, there will be a third album. There is definitely a third yeah. album. So David's just writing. He's completely just still writing like crazy. You can't. He can't stop. He can't stop. I love head. it. He can't, can't stop. stop. Good. You can Good. put a gun to his head and be like, right, like, you know, this is the guy's like. He's always said, oh, this is going to be like a six-album band. We're probably going to be like 35 years old by the time we're done with this. We're going to like. No, keep, yeah. But I'm pretty sure that whole plan is going to be derailed by the time we get there. And there's probably going to be another couple albums in him. So, but yeah. Whose idea was a string section to bring in Go Farther and Lightness? Like oh, what? You probably Gus. <laughs> Dave. David. David. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he scored that whole thing by hand. Shut up. Achilles. Every, every Achilles come down. He yeah, was just he like. Single thing he, you hear on that, Dave scored in his head, mate. All right. I have to ask a question because by now I know listeners are going, finally we get to hear from the, the horse's mouth instead of from me. Achilles come down. What the fuck is going on in the background? What are we hearing? What are we translate? What is, what is, what is that? French philosopher. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so and he's just. And that's playing in the background. And basically, there's a section in the song where um, you can hear that there's like this really distorted and grainy kind of voice mm-hmm. calling and responding between Dave's actual voice, and that's mm-hmm. sort of. And it's a discourse happening in his mind between his subconscious self and. In his conscious mind, talking about you know whether to jump off that roof or not. Whether or not to live. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then uh, that's exactly what we're talking about. Um, it's more dangerous to overcome. And it, like it's. Yeah, and it is. It could be like that song. I and hopefully we hear it tonight. Uh, but there are there are songs on there that it's just like holy shit. How does he play that live? You know, and it's crazy. Um, okay. So this was the cryptocurrency that you had before. Yeah. Uh, that was the delicious. one that delicious, delicious, right? The hazy IPA. Is Florida coming through? Is it? Is it, it is okay, Florida? Like, <laughs> you, guys, you guys are, you know, you're more than Tim Tebow in uh, <laughs> Oh God, shit! Well, now he's on the Mets. Now he's on the Mets. So guess what? I'm a fucking Mets fan. So it's like I got I, Tebow I, I, will not leave me alone. I gotta stick up for Tebow. Like all he does is be nice to people. That's all I'm gonna. That's say. true Max though. Loves he really Tebow, is. By the way. If people are like realize. you. You got Tim Tebow on the Mets. I'm like. Ask yeah, he's anyone a good guy. In this band, I'm like the perpetual devil's advocate, and so if like I'm like I want to find a reason to love someone. Yeah, and, uh, there it is. and like I looked at te- I looked into a man. I'm like, all this dude does is be like an absolute legend to people, he, and I'm just like, people. And can he jog shuts on. them the fuck up. It's like, ew, you're on the Mets, and the first pitch he does, hits it out of the park. There's he's no, like, oh, haters, what, what? I'm there's like, only uh, one other athlete in American sports that is more beloved by Max Dunn than anyone else. Oh God. And that being Stephen Adams, obviously. If I if I could, I'm a massive basketball fan. Okay. As of lately, jog on. And uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, this, yeah, it's like being in a band with a bunch of annoying brothers sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's no, family. If you're family. out there, Stephen, then uh, uh, you know, slide into my DMs, bro. Let's become friends. <laughs> slide my DMs. Don't don't edit this out, Brian. Never. Okay, so the next one is a uh, Saint Petersburg beer. If you are ever in the, if you're ever in New York again, and you go in the subway, and you're looking, and there's this unusual man with dreads, smiling with the biggest smile in the world, and he's, and it says, visit Clearwater, visit uh, St. Petersburg. It is Green Bench. You're drinking Christopher Johnson's Green Bench. It is his testing. Oh my goodness. Uh, and now they have a few of these, so I'm gonna get the number right. But this is the 788. This is batch 788. Um, a good friend of ours, Valerie. Oh, she's. Man. You already, you already oh did you sip it already or smell it? Just, it's just a good thing. 
there is nothing like a good green bench beer. They make the, the, one of the best pilsners where Holy you're, fuck. if you're sitting on the beach. And you should. I mean, you'll you'll probably be sitting. Now, a lot of the other beers in Florida, we aim to drink constantly all day on the beach. So our ABVs are very low. We try to keep them under a six. We really do. And but these are all so full of flavor, beers. though. Holy shit. Is that like, okay, so I'm, we don't know how lingo goes in other countries and stuff yeah. like that. We don't want to go to Germany and go, it's a sessionable beer. And they go, the fuck you say? <laughs> like, you sessionable? Yeah, what is that? Like, I'm not Germany. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. What's a no, pale ale? Yeah. Like, pale ale. Boy, where are you from? Do you from? mean lager? <laughs> That's what happens here. Hills, so. Like, Jung knows everything about beer. I know virtually. I, I drink more than him, but I don't know as much as him. But is that why they call it session? Because you can drink it in an hour. Pretty much. Session. Yes, yes. Sessionable. Crushable, sessional, yeah. Session is because it, that's exactly yeah. why. Like I really think there's there's no encyclopedia to beer. Um, they, endurance ale, endurance ales, endurance. Yeah, because they name them after also uh, Fugazi songs, oh which is God. funny because obviously Ian Ian's never gonna be like, oh yeah, let me go ahead and get the repeater. Uh, no, but um, if, yeah, but if they're fucking great IPAs. They are sessionable, crushable, endurance IPAs that 1010 makes, and it's unbelievable. Our first, I remember our second episode was with them, and it was just insane. Uh, let's get a little political, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mention what side, this side, any side, obviously sides. Um, there is a band also that's close to you, the Smith Street Band. Yes, yes, yes. I'm, I don't know if anything about you guys with them. I just think the first time I heard a song called Wipe That Shit-Eating Grin Off Your Punchable Face, which was the first time I'm hearing what's going on in Australia yeah. from a prime minister that shit should not be happening. Yeah. And then I hear like maybe something like Atlas Drowned from you guys. Yeah. You guys are a political band as well. Not yes. driven. It's not driven. There's more heart when it comes to your albums. But there are times where you go, holy shit, like, let's, let's talk. Political um, in the sense of the the importance placed on humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think Alice Drown was so when that song was actually uh, written as a result of so we were in the studio recording whilst the last presidential election was happening, and um, we're like in the studio on you know. Um, was this in New York City? When you no, guys no. Were so in? we were recording in Sydney. Sydney. Okay. Okay. And and uh, we're following, you know, the polls and you know, and and when we realized, so you were following us. This yeah, is we really were, so we were following us. this all live as it was happening, and then we realized who just got elected, and Holy then um, shit. and it affects you guys, and it affects you guys that much. Yeah, yeah. And so Alice Damn. Drown was actually birthed out of that instance, and. Whoops! You know, I told everybody because they're like, "Oh, it's another Trump song." I'm like, "No, are you kidding? They're from Australia." No, no, but holy but shit! It, no, believe Thank it or not, it's actually Thank it you. actually was. Um, and uh, yeah, like I think we're actually hitting a bit of a like a dead zone. Like we were kind of like lacking inspiration. Like nothing was really coming out of us at the time. And then once we found news of that, I think Dave hopped into the live room so and like, yeah, was so you know enraged by what was going on what do you think angered him the most what, what was it that really kind of drove, drove that or what drew driven you guys to say yes i'm with you wholeheartedly i was gonna say with the atlas thing like it, what i love about that's like it's sort of a i think it's david's i mean he addresses the chorus to galt from atlas shrugged yeah and it's sort of a it's a um 
I don't know. For, personally, for me, America's kind of like a reason we all care so much. It's, it's, it's like, I don't know. I don't want to say anything too harsh. But it's, it's like a really good example of like, like, it's like an extreme example of like the pitfalls of capitalism. Yeah. Like if you look at your criminal justice system, if you look at your health system, if you look at anything of the way, like anything is done, it's just profit driven guns whatever it is and i think it's like that pushback of like from dave of like if, if you're not if your if your politics don't help the downcast then you need to step back and it's sort of telling galt to fuck off basically yes and that whole and you hear that of, and he's like that, galt, that yeah. bullshit yeah you know, it's it's a yeah i think that's where that came from and and um it's important to say too that australia is just as bad yeah, we have we our guys look more competent, um, which is almost worse because you can't see the stupidity. But like the policies are just as profound. Yeah, once I heard that bad, song yeah. by the Smith Street Band, it fucking blew my mind. I was like, wait, what's going on over there? And I started following more of your politics, and I was like, holy shit! I was like, yeah, it's yeah, 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 kids, kids. We're just as guilty. Here we're of- trying to secure so many kids, and there it's like. Whatever oh man, yeah, do. we're just as guilty, if not even more guilty, of you know mistreatment Shit, of indigenous people in Australia. It's so, yeah, it, I, and it, it's well, it also shows that it's probably everywhere. You know, it really it is. It's probably everywhere. As we take the last few sips of this beer, let's get into some guilty pleasures. What is your favorite karaoke song? I love it. Hey, let's talk about politics. Karaoke. I don't think it's a guilty pleasure, but All the Small yeah. Things by Blink-182 is definitely <laughs> all time. Jillian's so happy. She's like, <laughs> I'll sing it. So For sure. I don't even know that song. I'll be honest with you. All the small it. things. All no the small way. things. You definitely do. Really? Okay, yeah. Yes. I do. There's something. I don't know. Okay, so Max is. Like I probably can guess Max's. Uh, oh no no no! Let's see if you can. Let's see if yeah, you can okay. guess it. Let's see if you can guess it. How bizarre? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah no no no. Yes, definitely OMC. How bizarre? I I have a tendency. OMC's oh, how bizarre. <laughs> I didn't hear that back here. Brother Pele's <laughs> in the back. Say it. <laughs> but um, no, um, that's awesome. I um actually did karaoke with my girlfriend um and all her friends the other day and it was really funny i had one kiwi friend this is the problem with new zealanders we kiwi out it's like probably like canadians or floridians i'm um, not just saying that was just, that was just that was just for your audience sorry um, but you know like we we kiwi out and um so i was at this thing and honestly i swear to you this is true we sang a duet together we did like uh me and this kiwi guy everyone else is like like people who know each other you know, work friends and stuff, and we're like the two boyfriends. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. We yeah, did. Um, we did McCartney and um and uh, obviously the great, greatest song of all time, McCartney and uh, Michael Jackson, the girl's oh, mine. The girl's mine. Yeah. Thriller. The girl um, is But mine. and then we did like Kiwi bangers, like Wait, Crowded House, like uh, who was Paul McCartney though? Who was Paul McCartney? <laughs> Sorry. Who who played Paul McCartney in that song? Uh, who was? We kind of neither of us could nail Michael, so it was like <laughs> fighting <Okay>. over. <laughs> You're, um, so you're fighting with the same girl, but the same girl. Yeah, it was like, pretty awkward. As the same but, person. But I swear to you, we cleared it out. Like, I swear to you. Like, we, Then we did, like, Don't Dream It's Over by Crowded House, great band. And um, Are you kidding? The Finns, they're yeah, like, oh, dude, my God, Neil Finn is, like, my hero. So. Fleetwood Mac now. But anyway. Yeah, but, yeah uh, right? And that's the only reason why I think I need to see Fleetwood Mac is because, holy shit. If Max there's is actually best friends with Crowded Fleetwood. House in there, I will go. Because I love Crowded House. I've gotten to see them about five times in my lifetime and mm, and i've been a fan every album every album so um okay 
Guilty pleasure next. I'm trying to think. Oh, wait. Let's talk about because you guys beer. Craft beer at home. What is that like? So. Oh, man. So. Oh, shit. <laughs> Australia is actually, I don't think in the past like couple of years, like, is it has up? been it's definitely picking the fuck up right okay, now because I've had some it. of the best beers I've had in my entire life nice. in Australia okay, recently, good. which I'm really proud to say because like I didn't you know never thought of it being that way. There's a there's one bar that I, I think I'm very fond of back in Sydney. It's a bar called Bitter it's, Few. Okay, and it's probably get free beers. Here. Yeah. No, I'm not. I legitimately, <laughs> I legitimately think that every Hashtag. if you're a cra- if you're a, if you're a craft beer fanatic and you're in Sydney, you have to go to this bar because unfortunately, it's one of like three or four craft beer bars in Sydney that are actually like serving some of the best shit in the entire world. I love that. Good. And um, and hopefully that'll pick up. But yeah, I've had some of the best shit in Australia at the moment. It's it's so bizarre. Like I didn't know that was a thing. How bizarre? How bizarre? Right? How bizarre? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I felt so bad though when because uh, he passed, and I I remember someone was like, "OMC passed." And I was like, "Oh man, I loved that record when it first came out, and I still do. I still have it on CD. I'm not kidding." We uh, your New Zealand OMC. audience is gonna love this, mate. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's great. I mean, I really thought I I was a sucker for the screenwriters' songs. If this makes sense. Um, there was a band called uh, Brand Van 3000. They had a song called Drinking in L.A., which was written about like a screenplay. Uh, Soul Coffee had a song called Screenwriter's Blues about a screenplay. OMC, uh, he had How Bizarre, written like it's a screenplay. And I, I'm, a, I'm a filmmaker as well. So it's Dude, like, that's fascinating. I'm a fucking sucker for these, man. So that song, I was like, oh, I do my writing, and I'm, you know, and I'm, what, 23 when that song came out? God, everybody's like, Jesus Christ, that fucking guy. But, uh. Oh my God! So I did my first beer trade ever recently <laughs> in Chicago. It was like the weirdest thing ever because we're playing at back in Australia. You're sending, you're doing it. Back no, no, no. I actually, okay. I actually, <laughs> I smuggled beer from the UK into yeah. the United States. That's what we did here. And then, um, <laughs> in fact, before we even went to Chicago, we had to go to Canada. So I actually smuggled beer into two countries. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> but I got to Chicago. We were playing we were at a venue smuggling. called Subterranean, and I had been talking to this guy. What, Conf- like DMing him? Yeah, he. he <laughs> I think I, I'm not sure. I don't know who slid into DMing. my DMs or whether if I slid into his DMs. I can't really remember. All I remember is that we hit it off pretty strong. We started talking about beers, and I so I had never. I told you this is your guy, man. <laughs> I love it. We're, I'm sending you beer, by the way. Oh my I god, I, I can't. Wait. I have to send you some stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, but uh, I had never tried Goose Island Bourbon County before, and this guy lives in Chicago. Yeah. You can find him on Instagram. His name is Mr. Belv Beer, I think. <laughs> and um, hashtag. And uh, so I rock up to the venue, and we had been planning this beer trade this entire, you know couple months leading up to this show i got to the venue and it was literally like the sketchiest drug deal probably i mean from an outsider's perspective it looked like we we're just exchanging like you know paper bags full of who knows Weed what or like yeah <laughs> but probably like the like friendliest drug dealers as you know like we're all like hugging each other and like you know like catching yeah when up. it comes to weed you just, don't hug just you're like for a, just off. for the tsa and american immigration this is all in the, in the interest of entertainment uh, we'll be home by the time this episode comes yeah. out so we're smuggling more beer home and wine homes so. but anyway it was it was all jolly and it, i mean for, i guess for the people who are into it like i gave him a couple 
Omnipolo beers, basically. Like, mm -hmm. And then he gave me some local Chicago beers, as well as um, last year's propri proprietor's blend of um, Bourbon County. Holy shit, okay. Yeah. And so I've still yet Damn. to crack that open. It's sitting in my home in London. And is that a 2016 or I 17? I think it's tw 2017, 17? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Keep it for another year. Yeah, I might, yeah. I, might, I, might, I think I'm going to age it. He wants yeah. me to desperately drink it. No, no. <laughs> but I'm hey, buddy, we got you. He's going to, like, look. Okay. We're, we're, we're going to be. Hello, like, cruel world. <laughs> it's like, as, as, your, as your lawyer here in the beer community, I say, yeah, age it a little, man. Yeah, 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 you know. Exactly. I, I hear they go. Well, I mean, I don't really know jack shit about Bourbon County because I haven't tried it. But yeah, I hear. I'll a send or two. you. I, I think we have like three bottles of fifteen or sixteen. Oh my so god! I'll send you another one of those. How lucky so. am I? I'm, I, I will talk off the mic. Yes, it's one yes. of those. I can't believe even I have to say, <laughs> hey, off the mic. I gotta talk about. You know, I'm from so, Chicago, yeah. and I haven't had. Bourbon There's some County. barrel age right now. I'm I'm starting to. Because I'm actually making beer now, and I'm starting to do a lot oh, lighter. But I'm barrel aging a beer right now with a with a with a. What barrel a are you aging in? We'll we'll talk. Oh, because okay. it's right, going right. from one yeah. barrel to the next. Oh man. I should tell you about it, actually, because um, they'll kill me if I don't. It's my buddy um, uh, in London is opening a brewery. Okay, nice. You'll have to check out. Um, and it's like it's off the back of my little church in Hackney, which is like the it's like Hackney's like the. Um, uh, like a slightly dodgy Williamsburg, um, <laughs> dodgy still Williamsburg. a bit dodgy. Like, what was last time you were in Williamsburg? Because uh, you walk into Williamsburg now, you're like, there ain't some shit dodgy about this now. Nah, it's bro, almost it's, like yeah, it's I'm boring. having my mom going to Williamsburg like today. Wait, what's today? Today she went to Williamsburg. I'm like, mom, trust me. There's a Whole Foods and a Trader Joe's and an Apple Store. You're gonna love it. And she's like, I love that idea. But so it's uh, shameless plug for Basic too. On what is it, Grandma Metro? Um, basic great bar. Um, anyway, sorry. Um, oh, but uh, but my buddy's opening this, man, and it's, it's literally like the profits will, um, chunk of the profits will be going to homeless shelters, um, and it's in the church building, like literally like monks brewing like, uh, uh, like you know what they used to do back in the day type shit. You know, okay, but yeah, yeah, a modern example. Yeah. So they're brewing like craft beer um, for the community. And it's called St. John at Hackney Brewery. Okay. Um, so it's going to be in the heart of Hackney. Um, when we're done bears. with this, write it. I will Dude, post. But it's like, I'll promote it. So That's I'm psyched. awesome. I think Junk is going to go and like potentially uh, brew something about. Let's go. Let's make a beer. <laughs> we want to um, go back. But yeah, New Zealand beer. My favorite is. Uh, I know nothing about beer, so this is like your punter, like Jung's pro. No, punter. man, you look at you. You, um, you smell. Uh, you're like, holy shit! I know what's going on I, in there. Uh, yeah. So Moa. <laughs> And uh, also more, I should say, from uh, it's like Marlborough hops. It's like a great kiwi beer. But in New Zealand, bro, you can get like a twelve pack of like big bottles for like twenty bucks, and it is the best. Like chilling on the lake, I want smashing that. them, and it's just the session ale, and that's what I just sit back on. That's like what I sit back on on the lake. You know, and just skim stones and you know. yeah, skim stones. I haven't skimmed stones since. Uh, wow, I think it was a sleepaway camp. All right. We have to do this. I have to say, for the American audiences, holy shit, my favorite band, one of my favorite bands of all time, Archers of Loaf, oh Vivi just what came on. Yes. Holy shit, at Doug Fur. Like, I can't believe I'm in Portland, sitting <laughs> with you guys, drinking beer, listening to Archers of Loaf at the Doug Fur. My mind is fucked up, man. It's like, this is the best <laughs> day ever. Um, okay. People in <laughs> I don't even know how to ask this, but um, 
New Zealand to Australia. Uh, right? Jung's going to be the Aussie. Uh, Let's explain this to people because they go, isn't like, somebody even answered, they're like, isn't New Zealand in Australia? So, Here we so go. Australia's I knew that was going to do it. I knew no, that was going to do no, it. No, no. So, so Fuck this yes. is this is science. Um, so New Zealand's like, um, so Australia is sort of an off-Broadway New Zealand. Okay. That's kind of the best way of explaining it. So okay. New Zealand's like where everything's happening live, abundance, no uh, shit, cultural beauty. See, I um, thought Melbourne was and Australia. Sydney no, would and do Australia that. is just like the shitty version of that. Um, so that's a completely unbiased, totally true take. Um, I'll get Jung to talk. I really wish Chachi was here to <laughs> respond to that. You're My right, God, where up. is that man? Because I can't, I don't know. There's not much gravity towards my response to that because I'm like not even Australian. But my goodness, we'll have to save it for another episode, I guess. My okay, God. yeah. Because we'll there, there is some gravitas that's, that goes with the reaction that could potentially be spoken here <laughs> to that's that. That's so good. Australia is great, man. It's like Australia is the big brother. Um, New Zealand's like the more talented younger brother. That's the awkward thing. Okay, I mean, it's like hey. The, it's like the. Uh, Australia's like. Uh, no, and it's, look, they're both great. Um, they're pretty yeah. much the same culturally. Yeah. All of our forefathers fought together. Like we love each other. There you go. But yeah, if, that's if a Chochi beautiful way here, to put it. Be, uh, a lot of banter. They suck at rugby. Um, they do. Shit, you're ending off the last question. So, okay, I'm a huge football fan. English football fan. Liverpool okay. football club to the day I die. Uh, oh, we need Because seriously, we have we have uh, a puppy. I saw that on his guitar. Everton. Did I not? He has a fucking yeah. Everton sticker. I was I was gonna I was hoping to poop and there would be no more toilet paper and I was gonna wipe my ass with that guitar. Oh. I kid, I kid, I love you. I'm kidding. Oh my god. You could be blue. No, I'm kidding. But no, we have two puppies, Shankly and Paisley. I'm not Ooh. pooping on any guitars. Um, I did. I saw that on Instagram. There was an Everton sticker. I think it was a Julian. Went, oh fuck. Oh fuck. We have an Evertonian. We do. Do I love um, Americans who love? Oh, it football. I mean, I have been 20 something seasons of my life now. When, Liverpool, yeah. Man, I remember baby, your way over baby Michael Owen. Oh, uh, we have. Okay. I mean, we have I, to go to a derby, and I would love to sit you right I, next to Chachi at a derby game. That'd be the most incredible thing to see. Next season, we'll do this. Oh my God. I will go to Goodison, or he goes to Anfield, <laughs> and we'll fucking do this because I would do it. I would love to do that. Let's go find him because I want to. Um, is it rugby? Like, what is like, What's that? Shit and just see what happens. Oh, God. I should. Wait. I mean, I have Liverpool on me, so it's not like I could go, "Hey, uh, where's the where's the Everton fan?" But, you know, it's like, but uh, that's so funny. I did. I was gonna ask that too and see where the guitar was. Um, a rugby, like, is it like what is what is it like rugby out there? Like, I, I love rugby here. Jillian got to watch the uh, the Six Nations. She got into that a few months oh, ago. Who did you see play? Versus. We saw Italy. Yes. Yeah. And then, I, and then Ireland, Ireland did the Grand Slam. They just they did it. They went all the way through. I they like didn't lose Ireland, a game. Um, I mean, it's easy to right. I mean, I'm not saying easy to right now. Hey, you, you yeah. like a fair weather fan? No, but it's, no, it's easy to like anyone when you're an All Blacks fan because we're just convincingly better than okay. everyone else. Yeah, right. You guys. It's like, a, like, and that's a very un-All Blacks thing to say. I don't, I don't want to come off like a douche, but uh, I love the All Blacks, man. Like that's I used to go to bed when I was like. You know, when I was like five, I go to bed at like two in the Arvo, so my mum would let me get up to watch games. Like, oh. It's is like this, it's magic, man. Is this where David is saying and curse out my favorite team? Is that like what we're hearing? Nah, he's uh, Dave's that? in this. Uh, Dave's dad actually um, played for Auckland, 
and was no. in trial with the All Blacks. His, Shit. He snapped his leg playing against the French, okay. which ended his... He Career. would have been an All Black. Um, Dave's dad was an amazing outside back. No shit. Um, so, yeah, that's why Dave's such an attractive bastard because his dad's a... That athlete. is awesome. Um, but... Uh, so, but we, Dave's not a Dave's a Wallabies fan. Um, so it's okay. Chochi. So I'm okay. like the lone Kiwi. Um, but I mean, like, there's a lot of respect, man. Like Chochi knows half those guys. Like, yeah, um, the Pacific Islander community, Fiji and Samoa, and they, they're uh, you know Chochi's brother, um, brother-in-law played for Australian Sevens. Get the hell out yeah, of here! So really? Like, yeah, like I mean, yeah. So. I'm a passionate All Blacks fan, but they, you know, yeah. they would kick my ass if we actually got on the field. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it's 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 a good sport, man. You got America should check it out. Like, you guys played the All Blacks at, at Soldier Field in Chicago. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they did come to the States. They did. It was. Okay. They, we're trying to bring a rugby uh, crossover. Man, if you got some of your running backs, man, if you yeah, could convince some of those kids to play rugby, which they right? would never, if they had a brain, they would never do. Look, now that, that when you take the bus. helmet off, that's it. It's over. And then we just heard some news in the last few days where now they're forced to stand during the national anthem but I won't get into that are we going to go into that because that's bullshit fuck it, yeah it is so and yeah Steve that's Kerr, as much as I hate the Warriors nailed that <laughs> oh no I read that yeah Did yeah you yeah. Hear him today yeah he, like, yeah today you know? we're on the flight we we're on the flight with me he, he um he basically just like said like I'm so proud to be part of the NBA because you know we like we we understand that it's actually freedom of speech and it's part of being a patriot to like mm-hmm. respect protests of like breaches of um, you know basic standards of policing, you know you know the police brutality here, and that's the thing. It's like, yeah, I, it's disgusting. Man. My thing is, it's really disgusting. The national anthem is beautiful, but if I'm brushing my teeth during it at home, that's what I was doing at that moment, and I think the same thing goes for anybody that's playing a sport or going to a movie or driving in their car. It's where you are in that moment, and you don't have to be in the spotlight because of a national anthem. It should be where you hear it, where you are, and what you are, and it's up to you. If it's I can say you. this as an outsider, yeah. and so I don't want to preach to Americans, because I especially, like, you know, Floridian's a proud, amazing state. I like my, my uncle's from Daytona. He fought in the U.S. Air Force. Holy shit, no way. Against, from Daytona. Um, against the Axis forces. Um, but he moved to, um, so, you know, I have some stock in Florida. I respect Florida and, um, and all of America. But I would say that, like, it's like, um, to me as an outsider, it's the most American thing ever to use your second, your, sorry, your First Amendment right to protest Amen. against something you believe in. Do you know what I mean? And that's like, if you can look at it like that, it's like, like um, Kaepernick's not um, being rude. No. And it he's goes like, back to that. He's like fighting for um, something bigger than himself. And I don't know. The rest of the world thinks that. That's all I'll say. Yeah. And I agree. So, guys, Correct. everybody's like, man, they got into. Po- no. Uh, how are the beers? How are the beers? Fucking. Okay. That Riot Juice, Hidden Springs. Oh, wait. There's shit. There's still more left. Um, <laughs> we should have brought. The testing? That was uh, Green Green Bench. Right, Jesus is great. I can't believe I just poured more of this, so up to you guys. No. Oh, yeah, the cryptocurrency from Ellipsis, and then, yeah, the testing from uh, Green Bench. You guys have been amazing. Man, thank you uh, so much. I can't even say that now because I haven't seen you guys play yet. <laughs> this is everything I've been waiting for for years to see you guys play live. Oh, so man. We will show up, Ron. Yeah. yeah. So, guys, thank you so much. Uh, all right, let's watch you guys play, and thank you for being on the podcast, guys. Thank you so all very right. much. Thanks. Glad all right, guys. Here. Good night. Appreciate it.
Oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Oh man, that was awesome. That was crazy. That was crazy. They were the coolest fucking guys in the world, dude. That was awesome. That was really great. That was really great. Uh wow. Max Jung, thank you. Damn guys. Um I learned a lot. I really, you know, being able to sit with them and and laugh and just have fun and watching their face shit we need to be doing this live i mean i hate to say it and i apologize if some of the audio is up and down because there was only two microphones we're doing this very gorilla style where i was just like here hand them the mic and do it but uh if you could see their face drugs face when he tried the riot juice that was rad as hell oh my god that was just great that was great they they really genuinely enjoyed the beer uh jung kept the can from ellipsis jillian's design so that's an honor right there i think that's really sweet but i learned a lot um i learned a lot and i i really felt such an amazing presence from the two of them that there's so much love in their heart and and you could tell that david's in the best place ever when he has these brothers arm in arm and just every night with them and uh and it was sad to hear that uh david <laughs> David basically got really brutal with his his vocals uh, the night before, and um, but we did see the show, and I gotta tell you, there was nothing like it. Um, I don't know if I was very sad to say that I, I I wouldn't be able to see songs like Atlas Drown live, Vital Sounds live, I mean Vital Signs live. I I didn't get to see. I guess the deep no deep sides were played. Um, oh no, say yes to life. I didn't get to see that song live, but the fact that David really did an intimate show. So the band did do three songs together, and then David did an intimate set of a few songs, and then the boys came back out and they ended it. Uh, he did he did do a fucking he did do um of um what's her a, a cases cases of you I think it is. Um, Joni Mitchell. So he did do a Joni Mitchell song, and I don't know if I mentioned in the intro that I love how he has done both sides now on an EP, uh, which men should not cover Joni Mitchell, but Fran Healy and David Alapepe, thank you guys for doing that. Thank you. Both sides now is in a phenomenal cover, and David came back out and did uh, "Cases of You." I'm pretty sure that's the name of it, but singing along in my head, I'm just gonna say "Cases of You," drinking "Cases of You," and um, holy shit, that was great. And they ended with "Magnolia," which everybody knows it's the best album ever. I mean, best uh, movie ever. So, Max, John Kim, Max Dunn, uh, thank you guys. Thank you. Um, I hope you guys do come back. I mean, I really in, into the states, and already hearing that a, a, an album three is in the works is just insane to me. So it's incredible. It is incredible. That was the interview. That was my gang of use interview. Um, and I couldn't ask for anything more as beer fans drinking beer. David, uh, Jonji, uh, Donnie. I'm so sad you guys couldn't be part of it. But honestly, David, again, I was respecting, and I, I and I, I really do honor your sobriety as my family is going through it as well. So I love you. And uh, that hug at the end of the show uh, for for your voice and for the fact that you missed the interview and just watching Jillian and I dance like assholes all over the Doug fur. We thank you uh, and thank you for that hug. Uh, Jonji, uh, you'll never walk alone. 
Not because you're an Everton fan, just because, hey, Liverpool did not win the Champions League final, and I think we all wanted that that trophy back in England. Uh, and Donnie, hey, you'll always be my PZ. Oh, no, they called it uh, RZ back then. So you, uh, you little Apple fanatic, you. Uh, so again, thanks to my gang of youth family right there. Sarah, their tour manager, thank you so much for everything. Katie and Kate over at Grandstand, you're awesome. The whole family at the Doug Fur, the Douglas Fur, the Doug Fur, you guys are rad as hell. I got to see the Philistines Jr. I actually was able to see one of my biggest heroes ever on stage with his brother, Tarkin. So Pete and Tarkin Katis, um, you guys are insane. Your their, your banter is beautiful. Your brothers that I have been waiting to see live for the my whole life. Okay, in the last 20 years. But still, my God, Peter Cadis, you were up there doing your thing still. And you guys, uh, I, it was very heartfelt between David and Peter and Tarkin when you guys gave love to Scott Hutchinson of Frightened Rabbit. That was beautiful and that was sweet. Uh, great Notion. Uh, to my family over at Great Notion, Amanda, Devlin, you guys are great. Uh, thank you for everything. Imperial Beer, that's on Alberta. If you guys have not been to this bottle shop uh, in Portland uh, in a beer bar, it is amazing. Some damn good bottles for cheap, really. There, And, and, and I want to say there was 24, 26 taps there. Alberta's kicking ass. I mean, everybody knows you already have Great Notion there. and you, But seriously, if you need, the, go to the buy and buy for a quick cocktail over there. Uh, the patience and love of Jillian Quain. Thank you, honey. Sad myth. This is going to be a pain in the ass to edit. I love you, brother. I'm sorry. Brennan and Rick, I wish you were there. I love you guys. And uh, I really want to say thank you to Portland, Oregon. And I want to say thank you to Gang of Use for this. So um, I learned a lot. I loved it. Trust me, the next episode of Sharing Cans with Bands, I probably won't fanboy as much as this because uh, I, I got that that nervousness out of the way. So let's keep doing these. I do have some bands lined up. I do have some bands lined up, and they are on tour. Holy shit. So this is happening. Uh, we're going out there. We're making uh, music more of this podcast as well. And guys, why not video, right? Woo! So thank you to everybody that was included on this. Thank you to everybody. And uh, all right, we'll see you on the next one. Bye.